Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. To finish that, sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, that a lot of us try and do just to practice. What we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off. Pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard knowing what some guys are doing. Like I said, just to practice what they're putting in their body just to sleep at night. Like, just so we could be there for each other. And I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this place. What is good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation. First and 10, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis. And before we get to, and it's a special treat today. I'm not going to just let the dog uh, or the cat out of the bag just yet. So we're going to hold off on our special guest uh, today, but I'm delighted uh, at who it is. Before we get to that, I uh, just want to let everyone know that Vegas Nation podcasts, all of them, uh, are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. I have uh, my Liquid Death right here. Uh, I am drinking it as we talk and as we get ready to say hello and welcome to our guest uh, co-host, and we are delighted to have Cassie Soto from Vegas Nation uh, here with us. Cassie, how are you? Hello, I'm well, Vinny. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I, I, I'm, I'm better than the Raiders, that's for sure. I think everybody um, everybody on our Vegas Nation crew is. Yes, everybody. Sure. And I have a bad voice right now, and I'm doing better. No, it sounds great. What, what, <laughs> what was your uh, what, what was your deal? Sick? Did you have a little little? We'll go through you something. Know, you know, the one night we get off any of the Saturday nights uh, that we get uh, off, uh, you know, got to gotta enjoy ourselves every once in a while. And, and maybe I, I got you, out, you know, I, I, I got you. So it was a, it was a, it's, a, it's a good husky. It is. It is. It is voice. for sure. Yes. All right. So uh, so you let loose um, on Saturday night. We like to hear that. Um, you deserve it uh, as hard as uh, as hard as you work. Um, on the other hand, the Raiders, Cassie. Um you know, I'm a writer, right? I think yeah. I think that's pretty well established. So I'm a word person. I'm a wordsmith, uh, I like to say. I'm having a hard time coming up with ways to describe what's going on in the Raiders. So I'm going to ask you, Cassie Soto, to help me. What the heck is going on? Disastrous. Horrendous. Oh. Uh, more us, just everything. I, I It is hard, Vinny, at this point, uh, two and seven, to think that, this is where the Raiders are. Um, and yeah, I just think the, the, the way that it goes, the best way it can be explained. I think Derek Carr, um, you know, said it best that he's just pissed off. Like, I think that that's what everyone in this locker room is feeling. And, uh, I think that's the best way to sum up how the Raiders themselves are feeling at this point and how things have shaken out. You know, you mentioned pissed off and, um, I have a feel. I don't even have a feeling. I know that there's some, uh, yeah, some frustration with some certain things that are going on. Um, you know, obviously the record number one, uh, how things have gone. But I also think that there's some frustration. I wrote about this. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there um, with 
certain players who haven't necessarily uh, done everything um, or been about uh, everything that they need to be about to be out on the field uh, with their teammates. And, and, you know, let's cut to the chase. We're talking about Darren Waller here and, um, you know, hamstring issues. They're tricky. Uh, we know that I have a doctor on my radio show that comes on and says, you got to be careful with those hamstring issues. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to exasperate the situation, but, but, but Cassie, it's been, what, five weeks now since the injury, October 10th, right? My math is correct. It's been five weeks, four games. It'll be three more games because he's on IR uh, right now. Um, and, I, and, I, and I believe that there's people in that locker room and, and in this organization, the Raiders organization, they're like, Darren, come on, man. Need you out there, brother. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just looking back at the beginning of where this all started at the beginning of the season, this was supposed to be a three-headed monster on offense. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, all these offensive weapons for Derek Carr to be able to play with throughout the season. And we know Hunter Renfro went down early with that concussion. We know, obviously, Darren Waller, as you say, has been dealing with this hamstring injury. Um, and it's been bounced back and forth from each hamstring. We know it was, it was the left, right, in a training mm -hmm. camp, Vinny. Now it's the right that's been bothering him here. And yeah, I mean, uh, we know Derek Carr was, uh, and I think you 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 asked him about it during um, the the week in Jacksonville and in Florida about his back going yeah. from that back injury, and you know he basically said like I'm kind of upset my name is popping up on an injury list. I don't want I don't want to make any excuses, and I think at this point in the season and and a lot of guys in their career now the the further they get they know that they're in a lot of pain, but they have to play through that pain if they want the proper results. And I can see and, and it is you know dangerous territory that we're getting into here now if players are starting to recognize hey this guy isn't putting in as much work as I am you know that's not exactly the the mentality that you want in a locker room when there's a handful of guys that are working day in day out let's just say you know Max Crosby right has been a constant on this team he what, was it last year he was playing with like a dislocated he had to get off-season surgery. Vinny, two years ago. Two years ago, right. He was like, yeah, I was playing injured the entire season. And then he goes and, you know, has a, has a stellar year. And so I think maybe now where we're at, at this point, yeah, people are just looking around and saying, all right, well, who's not picking up the slack here? And as you wrote in your article that, that fans can read over at VegasNation.com, you know, people are telling you that, that Darren Waller might not be uh, – working as hard to get back as he should be. Yeah. And, you know, there's, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, when you, when you put it that way, because, um, you know, in, in life in general, you know, you think you're working hard, you think you're doing everything, but there's always a level that you could go to a little bit higher that maybe, you know, you're just not even aware of or not willing to go to. And I think that's kind of what um, is, is being uh, talked about right now. Um, and also just a little bit of, dude, man, you know, uh, I'm playing with this or I'm playing with that. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm out there for, okay. for my team, you know, uh, maybe whatever level you are right now, you need to be out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like short of obviously really getting hurt significantly or really, you know, playing through a broken bone or, you know, something like that. Uh, that's something that's just not feasible, but I think this type of injury and especially with the way the season is going right now, um, you no, know, four weeks ago, Hey, take your time, get back. Um, hopefully we could hold down the fort uh, in the meantime. And then when you get back, everything's going to be great. But week after week, loss after loss, all of a sudden, you're, you're, the way you look at things changes a little bit, and especially the way they may be looking at him. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and we, we've spoken with Darren at his locker room. He's been available to us at his locker following practices. And, you know, everything that we heard from him was pretty positive. He's been saying, you know, he's working hard and obviously not trying to rush it as you say, but I feel like even at 80%, a 90% Darren Waller is better than most tight ends in this league. And, and, and that's what the Raiders need. That's what they absolutely need. And again, it is hard because you want to think of the person, right? Is he going to feel long-term effects after this season? And, you know, you want to be, you know, empathetic here. But at the same time, this team could really use a Darren Waller right now. And as you say, you know, guys looking around and saying, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my hardest. But what about this guy? He just got paid right before this or during the, the very beginning of the season. You know, he's making all this money. And for what? And so I think, again, that just goes back to to how maybe some some issues and some just some I wouldn't want to say grudges, but just some, you know, not good feelings happening in the locker room. And Vinny, I'm sure, you know, you can give us stories here on when there's a superstar in the locker room and, you know, he's not living up to that superstar status. It can kind of change the tide in the wrong direction. Absolutely. And, and of course, when you're losing, that's really what exasperates the whole right. situation. Um, because if you're winning, hey, man, uh, it's all good. You know, don't worry about it. You know, we got we, we, we got your back. You know, when you're back, it's just going to make things that much better. Well, when it's bad, yeah, and you know, like, hey, man, we need you right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need you, obviously. Um, that's when it really can can turn bad uh, and, and bad feelings can be created as a result. And let's face it, you know, you mentioned... Um, you know, the expectations and, and where, where people were uh, when he signed that contract. Cassie, the expectation of this team, of this offense, was to be one of the best offenses in the NFL. And it's easy to see the possibility of that when you look at the names that you mentioned that were on this team. Um, and you could throw in Josh Jacobs as well to make it kind of a four-headed monster at that. Um, it just, but they, they have not, it's, the guys played four games this year. All right, four games this year and and eight plays of a fifth game. Uh, and then you throw in, obviously, like you mentioned, you know, Hunter Renfro's uh, concussion and now the oblique injury. We just haven't seen this offense the way we were supposed to see this offense, whether it's from the production standpoint, but also the personnel standpoint. No, definitely. And I'm looking up here. Yeah. The, the games that Darren Waller has played in, I mean, he, he made, you know, a little bit of noise here, but as you know, those four games, you mentioned 16 receptions, 24 targets, 175 yards, and only one touchdown. You paid him all this money for one touchdown and only four games worth of production, Vinny. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I just, I, you know, when we did all of our preview shows and all of our hype shows at the beginning of the season, you know, I hate going back to it, but I don't think anyone would have predicted that this is where the situation they would be at that. If you said, okay, what's one guy on this roster who you think maybe isn't going to live up to their potential, who, you know, was going to get a big contract and isn't going to, you know, fulfill it. I wouldn't have picked Darren Waller for the comeback story that this guy has had for everything that he does in the community. And, you know, I feel like he, he is a well-rounded person and he speaks, you know, highly of his teammates. And I just get this sense from him that he does want to you know be uh, a positive on this team and now yeah to hear this and again that article that you wrote at, at the vegasnation.com where people are saying man you know what maybe he's not trying so hard that's just i wouldn't i wouldn't have expected that we would be here talking about this today. No, and it, november yeah. 15th 10 weeks 11 weeks now into the season 
Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst, and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. I'll say this too, and I know you know this, um, it's impossible to not like Darren Waller. I yes. mean, he is one of the chillest, coolest, um, intelligent, you know, well-rounded, like you said, uh, athletes that I've ever dealt with. And so it's it's not, you know, um, you know when, when you have to write these types of things, obviously we're all professional about it. And this is the information uh, that I'm getting. Um, you know, you, you, you just, it's, 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 it's not a good thing, but you know, um, this is how certain people are feeling in there. And, and right now, and that's, it speaks to you, what you just said, the Raiders are two and seven, man. You know, <laughs> there's, it, it just opens up all of Pandora's box, man. You just gotta, that thing just comes springing open. Like all the bad stuff comes out when, when you have a record like that, you don't want it to, but it's almost, uh, inevitable, which brings us, uh, to, to what I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, uh, we break news here at Vegas Nation. I was able to break that story about Darren Waller and some of the frustration that's going on uh, with his situation. But then uh, our great colleague, Ed uh, Graney, uh, the great columnist here with the with Vegas Nation and the Las Vegas Review Journal, was able to get a hold of, um, of, of Mark Davis, the Raiders owner, and said, hey, you know, what? what's going on with the coach? You know, what's the, what's the confidence level uh, in the coach? And no surprise here. Uh, Cassie, uh, Mark Davis came out strongly again. This is the second time this season that he's really been asked about this. And it's the same consistent answer uh, that he gave before, which is he's behind Josh McDaniels. And I want to get your take uh, on this real quick. All I'll say about it is I think there's an understanding, a growing understanding, too, uh, within the building uh, over at Henderson in that um, there was a little bit of fool's gold that happened last year with the playoff run, the miraculous playoff run that needed a lot of help on the outside. You know, the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Colts, um, the, the, the chargers kind of face planting in a couple of winnable games that really opened the door for the Raiders. So a lot had to happen. Then the Raiders having to win a bunch of close games, you know, kick a field goals to do it um, for them to just to make the playoffs. But how realistic was that a repeat performance of that? I think that inside the building, there's an understanding that, Mm, this might have been a playoff team on paper because they made it, but was it really a playoff roster that was going to perennially challenge for a playoff spot? And I think that the answer that they're getting, the Dave Ziegler's, the Josh McDaniels, and really the Mark Davis's, is, is probably not. And that there was a lot more work that needed to be done in and around those core players for it to be what they want it to be. I wanted to get your take on what Mark Davis said. And also where you kind of land uh, on on the confidence level, uh, if any, uh, in Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler right now. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it would be just unrealistic and unfair of Mark Davis, you know, to come out and, and be bashing this coach, right? Because in the end, wouldn't that be a bad look on him, Vinny? Like, this is his decision. This is his right. hiring. And I don't think, you know, nine games at that point into the season, he was going to go and, you know, say anything crazy. Like, I know, obviously, that's what fans want. And, you know, if we listen to fans on Twitter, it'd be burning this place down already. So that's not what's happening. Right? No. Mark Davis is fully aware of the situation. But at the same time, he's given his guy a chance. And I think yes. that at this point, that's all he can really do. I don't think you go and, and you fire you know, Josh McDaniels, not even a full season in. And he made, he made a, a good point also in that article that you referenced from Ed Graney that he said, I signed him to a contract. Don't you think I should expect him to f- fulfill that contract? Yeah. And, you know, and it has not gone. That's just flat out blank. It has not gone the way that anyone would have expected the fans, ownership, leadership, anybody, us here in the media. We didn't think that we would be here at this point, but it's, it, it is, that's what's happening. That's where we're at. Right. And right now to go and to just throw it all away for what, you know, that would make people happy, the fans happy for, okay, great. But what's next? I and know. So it's not like you're going to find a Rich Passaccia or a Jeff Saturday just everywhere. Right. And I don't think fans can compare what's happening this year. It's not fair to compare where no. the team is at this year to what happened last November for this right. team, last October for this team. Like you said, it was fool's gold. Rich Basaggio was already in this organization. Yeah, the fa- the teams loved him. The players loved him. But you can't expect somebody to just walk in here mid-season and turn things around. So, of course, Mark Davis is going to back his coach. And we'll see. Maybe at this point next year, if we're looking at the same sort of record, then okay. Then we can start saying, all right, what is the definition of insanity here, right? It's doing the same thing over and over again and, and hoping for a different result. If if the Raiders are here right. at this point next year, then maybe Mark Davis can say, all right, you know, maybe it's time to switch something up. But right now, I think what he told our own Ed Graney that, you know, is we're sti- they're sticking through it here. They're going to follow through. I think that was the right answer on his part. I agree. And, and, you know, this is why we like having Cassie because you said something brilliant uh, in, in that. Oh, in that honestly, <laughs> because you brought up this. All right. Let's say you do fire uh, Josh McDaniels. What's next? And I say that that's a brilliant um, observation because what next is really the most important, um, mm-hmm. you know, part of this, regardless of who the coach is. What next? How do you fix this? It, to me, Yes. You know, coaching figures into the issue, into the problem. But I think it's secondary right now to just a lack of talent, a lack of necessary talent. Um, You know, Josh McDaniels has nothing to do with Chandler Jones just completely vanishing on the face of the earth, basically. Vinny, can I ask you an honest question? When's the last time we've seen him like in the locker room after a game? I can't, I've been trying to think back of the last time I've seen Chandler Jones, just even at his locker by the time media is made available and granted we're made available 10, 15 minutes or so, depending after um, they're showered and, you know, dressed and whatnot. I have not seen Chandler Jones in his locker at all. It's definitely fleeting. You know, he's, he's moving in or out very quickly uh, in the locker room, which, you know, uh, from his perspective, man, what do you want me to say? I stink right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would like to, Hey man, what's up? What do you think is up? This is not you. This is not who you are as a player. Never have been. This is like, um, 
you know, it, it's like, it's, it's like a shade of what you normally do. Right. Um, a fraction of it. And I'd like to find out if he thinks or understand or knows why, you know, but like you said, he's never really anywhere <laughs> around to ask. To be found. Yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. So, uh, but, but getting back to the, what next, I don't think like the coach obviously matters. It does. There's no question about it. But even if you did fire Josh McDaniels right now, you're still left with what is essentially a team that's two and seven. And there's reasons why they're two and seven that go above and beyond the coach. Obviously, injuries have played a factor. But just guys just not doing their job at a high enough level on a consistent enough level. And they've been given plenty of opportunities. They've they've simple simplified the defense. That didn't work. The defense that they ran against the Colts, I'm not going to say it was a high school defense. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there, but it was as vanilla of a vanilla defense as you could possibly uh, see. And that's why Matt Ryan was able to do what he did, especially when you're not getting a pass rush. So um, the next part, what's next is really important for the Raiders. And we'll get into that in future shows because they have a lot of work to do uh, on the roster. And I know everyone in that building and the key people, I should say, understand that. And that starts with Mark Davis. I think he realizes there's work that needs to be done on this roster. I'm going to give the guys that I hired that I believed in last January to get this thing uh, where it needs to be. I'm going to believe in them right now, at least to do exactly that. It might take a little longer than expected, um, but they're going to get that necessary time. And to me, that shows a sign of uh, maturity, number one, but, but it, 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 it's a refrain from kind of how the Raiders have been over the last decade or so where they make impulsive decisions or um, uh, emotional decisions that, you know, are, are based out of anger or disappointment or frustration rather than practicality. Uh, and I think that they're showing some practicality right now. It might not sit well with the fans. Yeah. That's fine. The fans will come around if they start winning. That's a given that that's going to happen. And I think that what Mark Davis is doing and sort of the prudence that he is showing, uh, I believe is the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. One thousand percent of everything you just said. Yeah. So totally makes we sense. Uh, we'll we'll see. Um, I'm already writing who would the draft Raiders draft with the second pick, because guess what, Cassie, the Raiders would have the second pick overall. They would. They would. And I, actually, I was just reading our uh, sports betting information. And yeah, the two, uh, two to one co-favorites, of course, are uh, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. So, uh, I mean, do with that what you will. Exactly. I doubt <laughs> free tees. Yes, I mentioned some quarterbacks uh, in that, but uh, there's some other players of impact. Uh, there's some defensive ends and defensive linemen. Uh, so, so Alabama we'll see. linebacker Will Anderson plus 350. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, he's the guy that I had uh, them take a number one, you know, whatever pick that they have. Uh, if it's the second pick, uh, that's the guy I think they should go after. Uh, but, you know, that's going to be a story and stories uh, for 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 down the line. Right now, the Raiders got to figure out a way to uh, uh, to go beat um, the Denver Broncos in Denver. Uh, whatever happens on Sunday in Denver, we'll be back next week uh, to talk about it and analyze it and uh be the shoulder to cry on, or maybe who knows, maybe we'll be able to all hoist a, uh, a beer for Raider nation and say, Hey, you finally got to win because I'll tell you what, Cassie, and this is how we'll close it, man. I feel for Raider nation. <laughs> you know, we're, 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 we're not fans. We just write about the team and comment on the team, but I 
based on my emails, my DMs, my Facebook messages. Based on the phone calls I'm getting from my dad on a daily basis. Yes. There you go. We we are feeling (laughs) your pain, Raider Nation. We get it. Uh, And it sure would be good for your souls if the Raiders could reward you guys um, with a win. But we'll see if they're capable of doing that on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. Cassie Soto, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. We truly appreciate it. Uh, Keep doing your great work and you can find Cassie Soto, everything that she does uh, over at Vegas Nation. Uh, Truly, truly appreciate it, Cassie. Thanks, Vinny. Thank you so much. All right. And with that, also our big thanks to Larry Muir, our great producer. And of course, uh, just to remind you guys that Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today.